Welcome to Long Live the Music, a podcast from It's All Dead, made by music fans for music fans. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to Long Live the Music at Long Last. I'm Kyle Hawk, editor in chief at It's All Dead.com. I've talked a lot over the years. We're coming up on 10 years of It's All Dead, and uh, every once in a while we take a, a little bit of a break from the podcast. This is the longest absence that we've ever taken um, for a number of reasons, but at the urging of uh, certain people in my life, we are back on the microphone tonight, and uh, I am joined by my good pal, Nadia Alves, all the way in Rhode Island. Nadia, how's it going? Hi, glad to be back, everybody. I'm the person Kyle was talking about. Well, I'm reeling right now because you have a greater interest in the Mothman than probably anybody I know. It's just a thing you talk about a lot. And I just learned that you literally haven't seen the movie they made about it, which is the only reason I even know what the Mothman is. So um, it's a lot to process. I'm working through it. Um, it sounds like you're going to rent the movie and watch it. And maybe on the next pod, we'll kind of break down your feelings about Richard Gere and his performance and what I think is a, a really fun psychological thriller what do you think uh i think that sounds like a great idea i'm ne- i've never been like a diehard richard gear gal um so yeah, i mean but fine. i am a diehard mothman gal so maybe maybe that's the push i needed yeah you needed the push and here we are i'm, I'm i almost wanted to just like have a step away from the computer and have you go watch it right now but um we'll get to it i like it um, I, th- I think you'll enjoy it too. And but that's not what we're talking about tonight. For heaven's sakes, we're talking about music because we haven't talked about it in a while. And one of the interesting things about us not podcasting throughout this summer is that we were going to more shows than either of us have gone to in a while, and we've got even more shows to come uh, through the fall and the remainder of the year. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about tonight because I kind of feel like this was I I know last summer I think for a lot of people last summer was the summer back in the live music scene Um, it wasn't totally there for me but this felt like the first real summer of live music since the pandemic where like everybody is just back out at shows bands are back out on the road there's always a concert to go to I hadn't felt it like this where now it like this summer to me felt like pre- pandemic i don't know if that's a thing i don't know if that's what you felt nadia but am i on to something there is that kind of how you experienced in your your neck of the woods um yeah i feel like i have gone to more shows spontaneously these mm-hmm. past few months and weeks um than recent years i suppose um but yeah i feel like especially in in the music that I listen to. Obviously, the big artists are always going to tour kind of regardless of what's going on in the world because they have the funds to do so. Um, but I feel like this is the first year I've seen like a lot of like tour announcements. And I feel like it just feels like it did back in the day when you would, when August, like the end of July and August would hit and all of a sudden you were like inundated with tour announcements. Like fall, like the, the fall tour announcements are here yeah. and they're back. Like, we're so back, as the kids say. And of course, I'm probably jinxing everything because COVID numbers are starting to be back on the rise again. But it it did feel like you could kind of let yourself enjoy being in the crowd again and 
having a good time. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, hopefully it will. But yeah, there's there's even more to come this fall. We'll talk about those. I want to start by having us kind of recap some of the shows that we hit up this summer and uh, kind of share a little bit about the experience. So uh, why don't you start us off with one of, I don't know, what was your favorite show that you saw this summer? Um. Wow. So yeah, so I did go to a few. I haven't gone to, I didn't go to a ton like earlier this year. Um, I saw Allie and AJ in April and that was like literally so last minute, like the day of I was at work and I got tickets and I said, Hey, do you want to go see Allie and AJ to one of my friends? And she was like, "Uh, obviously. Um, but then in July I hit up a small festival in Connecticut and I saw Emery and Anne Berlin. And like, Mm. if my caption is literally like, if you had told me I would see Emery and Amberlynn standing room with less than a hundred people in 2023, I would have laughed at you. It was so much fun. Um, I would say that's probably been my favorite show yeah. that I've seen this year so far. Um, but I recently saw the Jonas Brothers and I recently right. saw Nickelback. Um, so okay, yeah, I so just like keep going to those random are, shows. Those are the two I want to talk about. First of all, you just like texted me randomly that, Hey, I'm at the Jonas Brothers show or whatever, which I feel is like not the kind of show that you just randomly text somebody like, Oh, Hey, by the way, um, how did that one come about? And what was the experience like? So one of my coworkers is a diehard and I'm not like, I like the Jonas Brothers. I wouldn't consider myself like a super fan. Um, but I liked them enough that I was thinking of going to the show anyway. And so when tickets came out, I think in like May or March or April or whatever, um, she was like, Hey, do you want to go with me? And I said, yeah, sure. And so we got tickets and then she wasn't able to go. And it was so back and forth. I was going to go. I wasn't going to go. I was going to go. I wasn't going to go settled on the day, like the day before the show, we settled that we weren't going to go. So we were just going to like, let the tickets, you know, end up where they were. She couldn't sell them. But then yeah, like, I think, I think we were listening to the radio or something like in the office and the announcer was like, well, the Jonas Brothers are going to be in Boston tomorrow. And I was like, bro, like we have to go to this show. I said, we can't just let this, this pass by us. And she's like, well, I can't go. She said, so if you want the tickets, do you have somebody who'd go with you? And I said, you know what? Let me ask around. Let me just, you know, reach out to my besties and see what's going on. And one of my friends took me up on it and we went and we had the best time ever. That's awesome. Where was it at? Yeah. TD Garden. Big okay. spot. Big spot. But yeah. yeah, it was sick. Um. So that's that. And then I'm not going to let you get away with talking about Nickelback in passing because you, I I can't figure out what's going on. It seems like you are suddenly having this and maybe it's not suddenly, but this like really deep specific interest in like late nineties, early two thousands radio rock, like the, (laughs) like Creed and Nickelback and stuff. And like, we actually got onto this uh, pod tonight to start recording and you literally started singing a song i think it's by everlast i don't know what's going on is this is this a thing with you specifically or they're like is it like you and your friends and like is this a thing that's happening for people that i'm not aware of like i just a, a quick explainer should should take care of it i think it feels more like not an explainer but an interrogation um, and I don't know <laughs> if I appreciate that, but well, you asked for it's it. It's just kinda. me. It's just it's me. It's just you. You know, huh. I'm just kind of living my my grunge dreams. Um, my dad rock. 
I'm in my dad rock days, right? Like this is, it is what it is. You know, I am a, a dad, I guess now. So. Well, yeah. well, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I am interested. I mean, give me, you know, I got to feel like the vibe at a Jonas Brothers show is different than the vibe at a Nickelback show, maybe. So like, tell me a little bit about what, what that is and like, what was, what was that experience? Okay. So Jonas Brothers is like, it's if you called up every girl in the world and said, do you want to hang out? Like, I mean, it was the most incredible crowd. Like I think I've ever been in. Um, it, I mean, it was wonderful. People were dressed up like there were, uh, you know, I heart Nick t-shirts and there were girls who were wearing like their Jonas Brothers t-shirts from like 2005. I mean, it was, it was really something I kind of felt out of place. Cause again, I'm not really like a diehard. Um, but I felt even more out of place at the Nickelback show, which felt like if you called up all of the bikers in the world and said, Hey, do you want to hang out? Um, yeah, that's what I would envision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like really weird. Um, I was scared for my life at, at the Nickelback show. Um, I'm a very small gal. Like I'm not like a, I, I couldn't hurt anybody, even if I wanted to. Um, I always say I can only hurt people emotionally. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, everybody at Nickelback could have picked me up and thrown me across the stage. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, definitely the, um, opposite ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. So it was just the vibe that was like threatening but nothing like specifically threatening happened i just want to make sure i mean i mean not really i mean i guess the the guys next to me were really weird um if i can be so straight up transparent um i mean i'm assuming they'll never they were facebook living the show and then they left because people were having fun um so like you don't go to a show to, to facebook live to your friends actually if you didn't know that's not something you do um but yeah so there was like this thing on the screen and it was like, we don't tolerate hate here. Um, you know, don't be rude. Don't be mean. Drink responsibly and all that stuff. That's like, please don't be a liability at my venue. And the guy next to me was like, you know, you can't hate anybody these days. So I hate everyone. And I oh, was like, good. okay, okay. I'm a little scared now. Um, I wasn't sad when they left. So safe to say this will be your last Nickelback show for a while. Yeah, I don't think I would go to another one. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that I would give them my money anymore. Um, Not even just because the clientele, but the people they opened with were kind of weird, mildly racist people. So I don't know. I just, the vibes were off. Um, Regret spending money. I went with money. Yeah, it'd be what it'd be. Um, Well, I can't say that my shows this summer have, you know, are across across quite the same spectrum as yours were. They were kind of all in a very similar wheelhouse. But, um, you know, I one thing I didn't do this summer is go to a Taylor Swift concert. Me and I guess everyone else in the world, since nobody can seem to get tickets, but somehow people are going to these things. Um, that's a whole nother conversation, which um, I'm actually going to have an, an, a, another upcoming podcast uh, fairly soon. So stay tuned for that. But, you know, in the meantime, um, actually had a really great summer um, out of shows. Um, everything from Paramore, uh, which was so great to see them uh, play here in Indy at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. It's the first like stadium show that I've seen uh paramore do even though i've seen them a lot of times now it was really uh 
kind of amazing to see them in that setting and just see how powerful of a show they can put on at this point. And it's cool to hear that they're apparently like hanging out and potentially writing again. And we might not have to wait another five years or whatever for another new Paramore album, but that one was great. Um, another one was uh fallout boy and bring me the horizon at, uh, um, uh, Klipsch, which is a, the big amphitheater here just outside of, of Indy massive 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 show and again so cool to see these bands in the setting i've actually seen fallout boy play there before but you know this is my first time seeing bring me the horizon well i guess i you know i saw them last uh last fall at the when we were young festival but again seeing them open up for fallout boy was just kind of a really cool experience and obviously the fallout boy show if you're a fallout boy fan you're probably following along with us tour this summer because they made it so cool the way that they were sort of constructing their set lists um, and then there was Sad Summer Festival. Finally got to see Stand Atlantic in person for the first time. If you follow our website, if you follow me anywhere, you know how obsessed I am with this band. Um, but finally got to see them at the festival. And it was almost kind of like a, a little mini warp tour if there was just one stage, but still like all the tents set up and just kind of the general vibe of uh, of warp tour. So that was kind of cool. And I, I don't know why I would not really given Sad Summer Fest the time of day until the summer, but um, I'm really glad I did. Um, Nadia, I feel like it would have been right up your alley. Honestly, I was thinking about that pretty much the whole time. Um, Beyond yeah, Motion City soundtrack, Taking Back Sunday, um, the main, just a, a good good experience all around. And then the most recent show a few weeks ago, I saw um, Yellow Card on their tour celebrating. 20 years of ocean avenue which again was great mayday parade was there story of the year was there um and a really really awesome crowd at a really big venue bigger than i've seen yellow card play at before and it's just kind of like got me thinking i mean i i know we've kind of been in the midst of the scene revival for a while now but i almost wonder if the you know closed off nature and everything that we went through with the pandemic like somehow heightened this sense of nostalgia that now that these bands are all back and on the road again, they're drawing like bigger crowds than they were able to do, like even in their heyday. Um, I, I don't know. Nadia, is that a thing? Do you feel like, or am I just like over sensationalizing a really fun summer of music I had? Uh, no. Cause first of all, I always have concert FOMO. Um, and I am still jealous of everything that you got to do. Um, every time I, try to go to sad Summerfest for some reason i can't make it out um next year next year is the sad summer year uh for me if the lineup is cool um but yeah no i think that maybe yeah it's a little bit of nostalgia it's a little bit of like being cooped up especially you and i like we i mean obviously we know people who are in the crowd at scene shows love live music like that's one of our things it's not like yeah I don't listen to music in the scene just because like, I'm like, you know, a big fan of guitars. Like I love the live atmosphere. I love a small band. I love like the energy. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know, we were all kind of like deprived of that, but I think also like, like from the nostalgia thing, I don't know. It almost feels like we didn't think that something like that could happen to us, I guess. I know that seems yeah. like, dumb because bad no, things have happened. Get before, that. Right. Um, but it's almost like some of these bands are thinking, like, what if we don't get the chance? Like, I know that there are a lot of tours and anniversaries that were supposed to happen in the three years that we were all stuck. 
um, in COVID land. So I don't know. I just feel like there are a lot of um, like bands taking the opportunities now to either perform songs that they usually wouldn't or make sure that they get their anniversary tours and not just like for like financial and like capitalizing on, you know, that like aspect of their career. Um, but also like if you make music, you love the music that you make. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to share it? And I just think that the idea of us not being able to share that together for a while kind of was a wake up call. Yeah. I think that you nailed it. Um, that was the perfect way to kind of explain it. And you, you touched on like, um, you know, the experience and the set list and stuff. And one of the things that I noticed is that like, even though these were like really big shows, um, in a lot of cases, it wasn't just a, a chance to play the the greatest hits or something like people were there and people were there to hear all kinds of stuff from some of these bands. I mean, the fallout boy, you know, with their set lists kind of covered the, you know, whole, you know, their whole discography. Um, and they had the magic eight ball thing where every night it's like, Oh, what are the, what's the special song going to be? And it's always like some really random song that, you know, it's, furthest thing from being a single sometimes not even a song that was like on the actual album it's from a deluxe edition or something and then uh seeing yellow card on the ocean avenue tour you expect them to play a lot of ocean avenue songs and they did but they were playing like deep cuts off of like paper walls and lights and sounds and like songs that i haven't heard them play there were a few where i was like wow i don't know that i've seen yellow card a lot and i don't think i've ever heard them play um some of these songs and it was just like really cool and people were really into it. So I think that was the thing that stuck out to me is it wasn't just a chance for like, you know, the randos who, Oh yeah, I listened to yellow card, that one album. It seemed like a lot of fans who were really just as deep into this stuff as we are, that were excited to hear more than just the, the music video songs, the radio hits. Right. Um, and that feels, I don't know, that feels kind of cool and different and special to me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, what were your special Fall Out Boy songs, your Magic 8-Ball songs? So the Magic 8-Ball song for my Fall Out Boy show was Where Did the Party Go, which is actually not one of my favorite Fall Out Boy songs, uh, funny enough. But, oh, you know, I like that one. Nevertheless, it's it's fine. No, it's not. I was just asking. I know I threw it out there. Um, but like, I don't know. I went to see Amberlynn, right? I mean, I just talked about that. Um but when I tell you that, like, I mean, obviously it was super small. They played a lot of their set lists. Like, I, what's what's the word? I don't know. Like, the solid ones that they play all the time. I don't know. What, I can't. Why can't I think of the word? Anyway. Um, but then people were, like, literally yelling out songs because it was so small. He's like, Stephen Christian's like, what do you want me to play? And people were like, um, literally anything. People were yelling out. Somebody's like, a day late. And they just, like. Uh, okay let's play a day late and i don't know it's just interesting like i just think back in the day you still look at a set list like from a tour and it was exactly the same and nothing changed and it was over and over and over again like clockwork the same set list and i just feel like bands i don't know if they didn't feel the freedom to do that or just felt like it would be weird or it was like too much work to do um but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's fun. Like you never know what you're going to get in a set list anymore. And I think that's fun. Like that's part of the like experience for me. You know what I mean? That's really cool about Amberlynn. And I've been to like shows like that before where the crowd is just kind of like guiding the <laughs> the actual set list. And that's a really cool experience. And Amberlynn, I mean, a- another band that here they are again. And they've got like a huge discography 
people have, you know, all their different favorite songs and um, you could like walk into a show and hear them play almost any selection of really great tracks that they have and have an amazing time. So um, I think that's, that's a really cool thing. Um, So we talked a little bit about shows that we've had this summer, but your fall is shaping up to be like one of the all time concert falls i feel like you you have got some big ones lined up so why don't you run us through some of the shows that you have coming up and kind of the expectations you have going into this new season gladly because i love bragging um i mean i am i am back in the live music scene in a way that i literally haven't been again because of my fomo i'm like oh my god what if we all have to go inside again and that freaks me out so tomorrow (laughs) we're starting off strong tomorrow i go see jake um stylized j-v-k-e i call him jvake to uh to tease my siblings um but i'm taking them to their first concert tomorrow he's just this guy who got famous off tiktok but my siblings love him and i'm gonna take them to their first concert and i'm really excited about that that is a big deal um that's cool i did that with my younger brother um we went to go see nf for his birthday a long time ago now at the same venue. I'm just so excited. It's going to wow. be so fun. We're taking some of their friends. And I don't know. It's just like going to be really special for me. Um, That's a blast. Because, yeah, like this is like my thing, you know. And they all make fun of me. You know how you have like one of those hobbies that's not very accessible? Like one of my sisters loves running. My One of my brothers um, – I mean, one of my brothers is in the armed forces, so like he's got his thing. Music has always been my thing and my fam's like – I don't want to say not a fan of it, but like, I don't know. I guess I just don't get it. Um, Like it's always been my number one hobby. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't know. I think that getting to bring them with me is going to be fun. Um, Anyway. That's awesome. um, So then I'm going to see death cab and the postal service. And I'm so excited about that. They're playing the 20 year anniversary for transatlanticism. Um, Psyched about that. Um, then I'm seeing Sleep Token. You guys all know about that in the Bad Omen situation. Um, super excited. I mean, I have not. I, every time I think about seeing Bad Omens, I get a little sweaty. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen there. Okay. I, I'm like, every time I think about, I remember the fact that I am going to go see Bad Omens. Um, I get like really, really nervous. And I didn't even get VIP. Like, I'm, I, they're not even going to see me in there. I'm just going to see them. Like, I don't know. I'm just really um, kind of stressing about it. Anyway, um, super excited. Then, on a totally wild note, I'm going to see an orchestral performance of the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack for Jeremiah's Whoa. birthday. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. I think that's going to be fun. How does one dress for that? Should I be fancy? Like, I'm not no. wearing my new Bad Omens tee to the Into the Spider-Verse orchestra situation. I, I feel like people there are going to be wearing, like, Spider-Man shirts and stuff. So I don't know that oh you God, need to, right. to overthink that one. Wow. I'm um, going to overthink it anyway. Um, then I'm going to go see The Wonder Years. I'm going to go to the Greatest Generation uh, Tour, obviously. Uh, I couldn't miss that. I couldn't miss it. I almost didn't get tickets. And then they kept posting about it, and they kept posting about it. And I'm going to go. I have balcony, um, so I'm not going to be in down in there in the trenches. Um, but I'm going to be there in the trenches in my heart, and that's what's important. Um, then I'm going to see the 1975 and then I'm going to see Hot Mulligan, and I'm really excited about that one. Um, I know you just saw Hot Mulligan at Sad Summerfest. 
That's right. Um, did you like that? I think we never talked about it afterwards. Yeah. I think you said, yeah, no, they cool. were good. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, excited. it's a lot of bands all in one day and they were one of yeah, them. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was like, yeah. I was hyped up to see other certain bands. So it was one of those exactly. things of like, oh, this is between bands that I'm really hyped up to see. And right. Yeah. yeah, they were fine. And then um, finally to round out my year, which I don't think I can purchase any more concert tickets after this. Like, I don't think. I can. I, yeah, it seems um, like it. I don't think I can fit anything else in. I'm going to see this band called Dog Star. Um, wow. I had never Dog heard of Star. them. I've never heard of them until like maybe three weeks ago. Um, and I'm not going because I like Dog Star because I don't think that I do. But I'm going <laughs> because the bass player is Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's right. You told me about this. <laughs> and why the heck wouldn't I go see Keanu Reeves play bass in Boston? Yeah, it's the... And that's my it's, reasoning. It's the eternal question. Why wouldn't you? Um, I, right? Why wouldn't I? Nadia, that's so anyway, many shows. I don't even know I how don't to know what I'm going to do. I'm so... I'm already so tired. Okay? I'm already so tired. Jake, Death Cab, Sleep Token, and Bad Omens are within the span of two and a half weeks. Um, I may as well move to Boston for two weeks. Like, I don't know what to do um, about that. But, yeah. My car is going to hate me. Yeah, well, it's going to be a blast. Um, I had forgotten about the death cab thing, and I'm really, I, I'm jealous that you're getting to see Postal Service. Um, that I'm album sorry. is like an all-time great one for me, and I feel like that's going to be. I'm, I'm the weird person that never really got into Death Cab, but I love the Postal Service. So it's see, just yeah, I never got random. into the Postal Service. Yeah, I think that's. So most I'm going people. for Death Cab. But there's nothing wrong with the postal um, service. Jenny Lewis is going to be there, and I kind of hope she pulls out some Rilo Kylie, even though I know she will not do that. Um, so which are you more excited for? And I feel like I know you're more excited for Bad Omens than Sleep Token. Is that fair? I think that I'm excited for them both in different ways. Um, Sleep Token, I'm going with a friend. Bad Omens, I'm going by myself. Um, so I think part of the stress for me for Bad Omens is getting there. Um, it's on a Saturday, so I should be chill. But anyway, I, I have a lot of anxiety until things are currently happening. Like, until I'm fine in a situation, I'm very, very stressed. Um, but I feel like the Sleep Token show is going to be, like, an an experience that I have never had before. Um, I don't know. I don't think they have any openers. Like, I think it's just them. And they don't talk on stage. They're not like, hey, like we're sleep token. Thanks for coming to hang out with us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like they don't do that. They just kind of, they're like the ghost people and, you know, the ghost, the band ghost. Yeah. Um, and they're like, this is a ritual. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I mean, you're just kind of, you're just kind of dancing around. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that <laughs> funny. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like that serious. I, I, I bet it's going to be cool. Um, yeah, um, so I'm super excited about Sleep Token, but I think I'm just different, like excited for different reasons. I'm so talkative. I had a Celsius at like noon today, and I shouldn't have done that. I'm glad you you carried us uh, through the back half of this pod, which I love. And you've got just a freaking insane all-time lineup of shows coming up. I'm also jealous about The Greatest Generation 
uh, tour. Um, but yeah, this is going to be so fun to kind of observe from afar. I've got a few shows lined up this fall. I think uh, here in a uh, coming up, I'll be covering the used and sleeping with sirens and there's Sick. some other stuff going on this fall, but it's nothing near the level of the stuff you're getting. And the funny thing is like for a while, it felt like stuff kept not coming near you or coming to Boston. And I was getting a lot of stuff and the tables have totally turned. There's a ton of shows that I want to go to that are not coming here, but they're actually going to Boston. So we'll I, just uh, come hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, we'll, we'll see. I would love to go back in time and see bad omens again, knowing what I know now. I saw them open up for spirit box and under oath, uh, back in March of 2022, I guess. And, you know, we've talked, I think we talked about that on the last podcast we did, but man, I would love to see a headlining show of them now because uh the death of peace of mind has just like dominated my my entire year my spotify rap stuff is going to be all all bad omens when it's said and done they keep posting is that a is that a bad omens joke because of the song said and done it is isn't it um you're taking a page <laughs> out of my book anyway i think that they've, they've been posting a lot of cryptic things i'm really interested to see what this tour ends up being i think tonight's the first night um so we'll see shortly on tiktok um what noah sebastian yeah. looks like because that's all anybody focuses on oh brother <laughs> i'm oh, not disappointed yeah. i'm also not surprised <laughs> he cut his hair again and i know that this is not a big deal okay but he it's cut a his big hair deal again. for some people a lot of people i saw that just pretend <gasps> like hit number one on another chart now it so did. Like it's still and good for them still rolling strong yeah, um good stuff well, this is good. This was we needed to we needed to just get back in the podcast chairs and talk about music, which I feel like we have sufficiently done. And you know, hopefully, some of you listening again. Sorry, we've been gone for so long, but we would love to hear the stories of the shows that you saw this summer and the shows you're excited about this fall. So find us on Twitter at it's underscore all underscore dead. Come visit us at itsalldead.com. You can find us on Facebook, wherever you want to go. Hunt us down and uh, tell us. Um, some of the shows that that you've really loved recently and some of the ones that you're stoked about this coming season. In the meantime, we're all going to wait with bated breath to hear about uh, what Nadia thinks of Sebastian's new haircut and how she handles the Bad Omen show this fall in addition to the 19 other shows that she's going to be at. But Nadia, I wish you nothing but the best. Enjoy uh, this uh, entire fall as, as you go to your run of shows, and I hope you have an absolute blast. Wow, thank you so much. I hope that you also have fun, even though you will have less fun than me. Yeah, you know. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, all right, we're back. This is not the end of it. There's going to be more podcasts to come. I mentioned we're about to turn 10 years old here at It's All Dead. We're going to have some stuff to say about that over the coming months, so stay tuned. In the meantime, I uh, hope you all have a wonderful day, night, whenever you're listening to this. I'm Kyle Hawk, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Long Live the Music. If you like our show, come find us on Twitter and Facebook at It's All Dead. And of course, come visit our website, itsalldead.com. <laughs>